Hi, Evie here. Today I'm going to be reading another one of David Wellian's The World's Worst Parents. Today I'm going to be reading Belinda Bragg, the mom who could not stop bragging. Belle was a little girl with a big problem, her mother. Belinda saw her daughter, Belle, as a miniature version of her. Belinda would do the little girl's hair a huge a huge look like hers. Dress her up in bright pink dresses just like hers and even put steering of pearls on her just like hers. Poor Belle ended up looking like a mini mom. In fact, if you looked at the pair with Belle, Belinda standing a few paces behind Belle, you might think they were identical. The problem was that Belle didn't want herself to look like her mother. She wanted to look like herself. As soon as her mother was back from um, was back, she turned and shook down her hair and pulled down her pearls and whipped on her dress to reveal a t-shirt and denim shorts underneath. Now that Belle looked like herself, Belle felt like herself. Despite being that sent the poshest to the poshest girls' stall, school in the country, Lady Horsey School for Young Ladies. Belle loved doing stuff like this. Standing in puddles, making mud pies, climbing trees, running through tall grass, skimming stones, chasing pigeons, playing conkers, diggling, digging for worms, rolling down hills and being dragged through a hedge backwards. Every afternoon when Belle trucked out her um, trucked out of horty school, she would go bright red and embarrassment at seeing what her mother had on that day. A thick fur coat in the height of summer, sparkly diamond earrings with gems so big and heavy her earlobes dropped down to her bottom, designer sunglasses spotted with rubies, about a ball gown with a train as long as a football pitch, a mock crocodile skin handbag all over over her wrist that was so large you could fit an actual crocodile in it. Oh, mum, no, thought the girl. As she paced near and nearer the, to the school gates, Belle could hear her mother holding court with all the other parents waiting for her little princess Belinda would brag, 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 brag. Each day of the week, she would make up some nonsense. I took Belle out of sports day because I didn't feel it was fair on all you other girls. I am sorry to say Belle would win every single race. She boasted on Monday. Mum, bawled Belle, desperate to stop her, to stop her going red as a tomato. On Tuesday, she would brag. My Belle is only 12, but the teacher says she's a genius. She could go straight to university, but it wouldn't be fair on the other students here. So we show, we'll show, we show them all up. No, stop, pleaded her, da pleaded her daughter going through red as a postbox. On Wednesday, she boasted, in the school pantomime, I knew it wasn't my bell to play every single role but i said to the drama mistress no please 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 give the other much less talented children a chance please mom just no then on tuesday 
this is what she said. Of course my bell can speak a hundred languages. She can speak languages that haven't even been invented yet. Mom, this is so embarrassing. Belle was going to a red as an ant, but she, but Belinda, she had saved the worst until the last. Step forward, Friday. It's not easy for my Belle being by far the most beautiful girl in the school. Everyone says she gets it from her mother, but that's not for me to say. But she does. I am so desperately sad that all the your girls are such monsters. Have you ever thought of spending them with school with paper bags over their head? It might help them feel better. Poor hideous wretches. Enough is enough, exclaimed Belle. Her face was going bright red as a London bus. So far too so bad. <sighs> Until one day... A girl arrived at Horty's school with her mother, who's even worse than Belinda. It's impossible, came true. Her mother was called Camilla Crow and had never ever stopped crowing, crowing about her daughter Carol. She had a strange, it was strange that Carol was the most gormously girl you could ever meet. She spoke unless, she spoke unless in grunts. Carol seemed to pick content up the entire day they're either picking her nose and scratching her bottom that was thrilling as her life got carol but my mum but 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 if you listen to her mother but then oh my goodness the nose picking bottom scrunching little gruncher was give was a living legend according to camilla her daughter carol had been an olympic gold medal winning gymnast when she was still a baby, made a record book as the youngest, best-selling author, who published by an, an autobiography at her age of four, called Little Me, Big Dreams. Single-handed saved the American rainforest by releasing a charity called We On A Tree, It's On, it's on Fire, built in... Oh, her built her own rocket that zoomed onto Mars, but forgot to take any pictures while she was there. Invented a new kind of fruit called the Rink a Dinky Dewberry. Made the world peace in reality at last. Though sadly, for one minute, taught taught her goldfish to play Scrabble. Um, made a model of the Eiffel Tower out of matchsticks which was exactly the same height as the real Eiffel Tower. Learned to, learned to juggle 17 gerbils at once. Invented a flip or flop revolution. The new flip and flop that flips before it flops. Translated all the Harry Potter books into Chinese and then back into English. When first players in a bottom scratching, bottom scratching competition. Only the last one seems likely. Still, it didn't stop Camilla crowding from crawling all over the school gates afternoon in her carol. Belle felt sorry for Carol. Carol's mother was even worse than hers. It was soon going to be War of the Mothers. Carol Crowning. Carol Crow Crowning engaged Belina Bragg. The pair of the pair became looked 
in a locked in a battle, a battle out so outdo one another with the boast about their daughters. One afternoon, the girls were pouring out out of the school, and things were turning ugly. It all started when Belina began to with on this on the school trip to the zoo. My Belle served her entire class from being um, eaten by a hungry crocodile. Fortunately, my daughter distracted uh, the beast by reacting some poetry in ancient Greece. Camilla was not to be outdone. She fired back with, "There's nothing. Just that's nothing. Just the other day, a grizzly bear burst into the playground. Luckily, my carol wrestled it to the ground with one of with just one hand, just before it could take a bite out of the headmistress." The two daughters um, could not stop and stare at each other in horror. Your Carol couldn't wrestle a grizzly bear, sneered Blenda. Why ever not, snapped Camilla. Because your gormless girl is far too busy picking her nose and scratching her. And I hate to say this, but I am a lady of class and description behind resolution. I think it means you muttered Belle to Carol. How dare you, commanded Camilla. My Carol has never scratched her bottom in her life. Huh? grunted Carol, which Belle, mean, which Belle looked to mean. Yes, I have, you muppet. All that vile little, vile little doses could go too far from picking her nose to scratching her uh, um, bottom. All right, I admit it, but at least my Carol uses different hands for each task, unlike your disgusting little daughter who uses the same one. Disgusting. Ouch, hissed Bella to Carol. That was a low blow for Mum. True, though. Huh? agreed the gormless girl. The two mothers were growling nose job to nose job. Grr, grr. Come on, said Bella. We have. We better drag our mums away before they brawl and break out. Um, Carol shrugged. Huh? So Bella grabbed her mum's hand. Come on now, mother. Carol grabbed her mum's hand. Huh? They then they zoomed off in the opposite directions towards the Rolls Royce. The Bragg family had a electric blue Rolls Royce car, but the Crow family had had an even more revolting one in a shocking pink. Even the two of the mothers raced, raced each other along the roads and back. Vroom, zoom, zoom. Once at their respective country houses, Belinda and Camilla couldn't seethe the peace and the seethe they did. They seethed all afternoon. They seethed in the evening and they seethed through the night. By the morning they were seethed more than ever. Bad luck that it was Horty School Sports Day, a year a once yearly occasion where all parents spent all afternoon cheering on their daughters and winning races and stuff like that. Of course, winning meant um indefinitely more parents than I did two girls. The first event was on was an afternoon on the hurdles. Belinus, Belinda started to brag and Camilla Crow busted her place in the finish line. Um, 
treat sports day like a fashion parade blender was in a lime green dress and Camilla was in a luminous yellow one, seething more than ever. The, the, um, the pair lowered their sunglasses and shot at each other in evil stares. Meanwhile, their daughters took places in the start line, which the two others, more eager, looked girls. Belle couldn't give stuff about winning. She knew she wasn't the fastest or the strongest, but she didn't mind one bit. The girl was stood at the at other thing, like standing in puddles. You can win this bell, called out Belinda. No, I can't, but whatever, she called back. Do it for Mama. Now I really want to come last, the girl muttered to herself. Beat them, Carol, Belinda warned. Beat them all. Show them that. Show them that you are the best of the best, said their mum. They must bow before thy might majesty of Miss Carol. Huh? grunted Carol, who was actually facing the wrong way. Bang! went the staring pistol. Of the, um, all, as all the other girls raced off, Belle and Carol were immediately joined last. Neither picked up enough speed to leap over the first hurdle, so clunk! They knocked them over instead, and the next one, clunk, clunk, and the next, clunk, 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 clunk. They both, both wearing mothers, looked at they were going to explode with rage. Belle, run, jump! Carol moved your, Carol, move your blasted bottom. But neither girls did. In fact, Belle became distracted by something on the ground. Look, she exclaimed, a worm! She picked up the wriggly, waggly thing before... Have it before waving it under Carol's nose. Huh, said Carol, which was, which Belle took as mean, I like your worm. Um, the girls picked up their nose and wiped their bogey on a hurdle. Your Belle is ruining it, ruining it for my Carol with her revolting worm, vaulted Camilla. Your Carol is distracting my Belle by picking her particularly larger booger. Um, bald Belinda. Well, would you? Well, you would know all about big boogers because you look like you. You look like one. Camilla had pointed Belinda's dress with bogey green. I've had quite enough of this. Yeah, I've I've had quite enough of you, Belinda Bragg, and I've had quite enough of you, Camilla Crow. That's when, with that, Belinda Bragg stomped, stomped over the. Vault, the point vault and, sne and seized one of the long poles. Meanwhile, Camilla snatched a javelin. Um, in no time, they were locked in a deadly duel. Take that, snarled Belinda, swishing the pole. Take this, snapped Camilla, swishing the, her javelin. Clink, clink, clink. When the, went both, the both weapons blushed together, Belinda yanked up to the pole, hitting some of the other parents in the head as she did so. Clonk, doink, boink, ouch, ow, owie. Meanwhile, wrenching back of the javelin, Camilla managed to take to whack all the others. Twink, 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 arg, ow, urgh. Soon, all of the posh parents were arming themselves to join in the fight. Everything on the sports day field became a weapon. Short put, 
disguised. Even sand and the long jump was thrown in faces. At one point, their haughty school headmistress herself. This Miss Parenta Prem was hoisted up, up by the monster mothers used to battering the ramp against the cowering huddle of fathers. Help! The sport, the school sports day has descended into a gladiator battle. It was posh parents against posh parents. They thought dirty. There was hair pulling, arm pinching, finger bleeding, leg scratching, nose yanking, eye poking, toes stamping, ear flickering, elbow tickling, he- head locking, even bottom biting. Ow, 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 boom. Soon, uh, soon that playing field was swirling mass of gruesome grown-ups and their children all over ma- open mouthed in shock as the parents bashed and bowed into each other. Your daughter has a wonky fringe. Your daughter looks like a guinea pig. Your daughter stinks of turnips. The um the girls all cheered in agreement. Hooray! None of them cheered louder than sisters Sophie and Anna, whose mothers was yanking a nostril hair out of one of the fathers. Ah! So we fantasies burking of one sports day and being dragged through a hedge backwards instead, called out Bella. This was the sec- the girl's second favourite thing, after standing in puddles, of course. Yes, cried all the girls except Carol, who grunted, huh? Bella took that meaning as yes. In no time, the girls were having a whale of a time, laughing and joking, climbing in trees, skipping through fields and making up games. And the best of all, picking their noses and scratching their bottoms to their hearts. Content, preferably with the same hand. The girls were being happy, being themselves, while the parents made absolute fools of themselves. The end. I really hope you enjoyed Bremerbelina Blagg, who brags all the time. Bye. Hi, Evie here. Today I'm going to be reading another one of David Wellian's The World's Worst Parents. Today I'm going to be reading Belinda Bragg, the mom who could not stop bragging. Belle was a little girl with a big problem, her mother. Belinda saw her daughter, Belle, as a miniature version of her. Belinda would do the little girl's hair a huge, a huge look like hers. Dress her up in bright pink dresses, just like hers, and even put steering of pearls on her, just like hers. Poor Belle ended up looking like a mini mom. In fact, if you looked at the pair with Belinda standing a few paces behind Belle, you might think they were identical. The problem was that Belle didn't want herself to look like her mother. She wanted to look like herself. As soon as her mother was back from um, was back, she turned and shook down her hair and pulled down her pearls and whipped on her dress to reveal a t-shirt and denim shorts underneath. Now that Belle looked like herself, Belle felt like herself. Despite being that sent the poshest to the poshest girls' stall, school in the country, Lady Horty School for Young Ladies. Belle loved doing stuff like this. 
standing in puddles, making mud pies, climbing trees, running through tall grass, skimming stones, chasing pigeons, playing conkers, diggling, digging for worms, rolling down hills, and being dragged through a hedge backwards. Every afternoon, when Belle trucked out a um, trucked out of court to school, she would go bright red and embarrassment at seeing what her mother had on that day. A fake fur coat in the height of summer, sparkly diamond earrings with gems so big and heavy her earlobes dropped down to her bottom, designer sunglasses spotted with rubies, about a ball gown with a train as long as a football pitch, a mock crocodile skin handbag all over over her wrist that was so large you could fit an actual crocodile in it. Oh, Mum, no, thought the girl. As she paced near and nearer the, to the school gate, Belle could hear her mother holding court with all the other parents waiting for her little princess Belinda would brag, 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 brag. Each day of the week, she would make up some nonsense. I took Belle out of sport today because I didn't feel it was fair on all you other girls. I am sorry to say Belle would win every single race. She boasted on Monday. Mum, bawled Belle, desperate to stop her to stop her going red as a tomato. On Tuesday, she would brag, My Belle is only 12, but the teacher says she's a genius. She could go straight to university, but it wouldn't be fair on the other students here. So we show we'll show we show them all up. No stop pleaded her pleaded her daughter going through red as a postbox. On Wednesday she boasted In the school pantomime I knew it wasn't my bell to play every single role. But I said to the drama mistress, No, please, please, please give the other much less talented children a chance. Please, Mum, just no. Then on Tuesday, this is what she said. Of course my bell can speak a hundred languages. She can speak languages that haven't even been invented yet. Mum, this is so embarrassing. Belle was going to a red as an ant, but she but Belinda she had saved the worst until the last. Step forward Friday. It's not easy for my Belle being by far the most beautiful girl in the school. Everyone says she gets it from her mother, but that's not for me to say. But she does. I am so desperately sad that all the your girls are such monsters. Have you ever thought of spending them with school with paper bags over their head? It might help them feel better. Poor hideous wretches. Enough is enough, exclaimed Belle. Her face was going bright red as a London bus. So far too so bad. <sighs> Until one day a girl arrived at Horty's school with her mother, who's even worse than Belinda. It's impossible, came true. Her mother was called Camilla Crow and had never ever stopped crowing, crowing about her daughter Carol. She had a strange, it was strange that as Carol was the most 
gormously girl you could ever meet. She spoke unless she spoke unless in grunts. Carol seemed to pick content up the entire day. They're either picking her nose and scratching her bottom. That was thrilling as her life got Carol. But my mum, but, 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 if you listen to her mother, but then, oh my goodness, the nose-picking, bottom-scrunching little gruncher was, was a living legend. According to Camilla, her daughter Carol had been an Olympic gold medal winning gymnast when she was still a baby, made a record book as the youngest, best-selling author, who published by an autobiography at her age of four called Little Me, Big Dreams. Single-handed saved the American rainforest by releasing a charity called We On A Tree, It's On, it's on Fire, built in... Oh, her built her own rocket that zoomed onto Mars, but forgot to take any pictures while she was there. Invented a new kind of fruit called the Rink a Dinky Dewberry. Made the world peace in reality at last. Though sadly, for one minute, taught taught her goldfish to play Scrabble. Um, made a model of the Eiffel Tower of matchsticks which was exactly the same height as the real Eiffel Tower. Learned to, jug- learned to juggle 17 gerbils at once. Invented a flip or flop revolution. The new flip and flop that flips before it flops. Translated all the Harry Potter books into Chinese and then back into English. When first prize in a bottom scratching, bottom scratching competition. Only the last one seems likely. Still, it didn't stop Camilla crowding from crawling all over the school gates afternoon in her carol. Belle felt sorry for Carol. Carol's mother was even worse than hers. It was soon going to be War of the Mothers. Carol Crowning. Carol Crow Crowning engaged Belina Bragg. The pair of the pair became looked in a ba- locked in a battle. A battle out so- outdo one another with the boast about their daughters. One afternoon, the girls were pouring out out of the school and things were turning ugly. It all started when Belina began to, with, on the the school trip to the zoo, my Belle served her entire class from being um, eaten by a hungry crocodile. Fortunately, my daughter distracted uh, the beast by reacted some poetry in ancient Greece. Camilla was not to be outdone. She fired back with, there's nothing, just, that's nothing. Just the other day, a grizzly bear burst into the playground. Luckily, my carol wrestled it to the ground with one of, with just one hand, just before it could take a bite out of the headmistress. The two daughters um, could not stop and stare at each other in horror. Your carol couldn't wrestle a grizzly bear, sneered Brenda. Why ever not, snapped Camilla. Because your gormless girl is far too busy picking her nose and scratching her. And I hate to say this, but I am a lady of class and description behind resolution. I think it means you, muttered Belle to Carol. How dare you, 
command, uh, it commanded Camilla. My cabal has never scratched her bottom in her life. Huh? Grunted Carol, which bell mean which bell looked to mean Yes, I have you muffet. All that vile little vile little doses could go too far from picking her nose to scratching her ahem, bottom. All right, I admit it, but at least my cabal uses different hands for each task, unlike your disgusting little daughter who uses the same one. Disgusting. Ouch, hissed Bella to Carol. That was a low blow for Mum. True, though. Huh? agreed the gormless girl. The two mothers were growling nose job to nose job. Grr, grr. Come on, said Bella. We have we better drag our mums away before they brawl and break out. Um Carol shrugged. Huh? So Bella grabbed her mum's hand. Come on now, mother. Carol grabbed her mum's hand. Huh? They then they zoomed off in the opposite directions towards the Roll Royce. The Bragg family had a electric blue Roll Royce car, but the Crow family had had an even more revolting one in a shocking pink. Eve, the two of the mothers raced, raced each other along the roads and back. Vroom, zoom, zoom. Once at their respective country houses, Belinda and Camilla couldn't seethe the peace and the seethe they did. They seethed all afternoon, they seethed in the evening and they seethed through the night. By the morning they were seethed more than ever. Bad luck that it was Horty School Sports Day, a year a once yearly occasion where all parents spent all afternoon cheering on their daughters on running races and stuff like that. Of course, winning meant um indefinitely more parents than I did two girls. The first event was on was an afternoon on the hurdles. Belinda started to brag and Camilla Crowe busted her place in the finish line. Um, Treat sports day like a fashion parade, Belinda was in a lime green dress and Camilla was in a luminous yellow one, seething more than ever. The, the, um, the pair lowered their sunglasses and shot at each other in evil stares. Meanwhile, their daughters took places in the start line, which the two others, more eager, looked girls. Belle couldn't give stuff about winning. She knew she wasn't the fastest or the strongest, but she didn't mind one bit. The girl was stood at the at other things, like standing in puddles. You can win this, Belle, called out Belinda. No, I can't, but whatever, she called back. Do it for Mama. Now I really want to come last, the girl muttered to herself. Beat them, Carol, Belinda warned. Beat them all. Show them that. Show them that you are the best of the best. Set them mum. They must bow before thy might majesty of Miss Carol. Huh? Grunted Carol, who was actually facing the wrong way. Bang! Went the staring pistol of the... Um, all, as all the other girls raced off, Belle and Carol were immediately joint last. Neither picked up enough speed to leap over the first hurdle, so clunk, 
So I knocked them over instead. And the next one, clunk, clunk. And the next, clunk, 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 clunk. They both, both wearing mothers looked at they were going to explode with rage. Bell, run, jump. Carol moved your, Carol, move your blasted bottom. But neither girls did. In fact, Belle became distracted by something on the ground. Look, she exclaimed, a worm. She picked up the wriggly, waggly thing before having, before waving it under Carol's nose. Huh, said Carol, which was, which Belle took as mean, I like your worm. Um, the girls picked up their nose and wiped their bogey on a hurdle. Your bell is ruining it, ruining it for my carol with her revolting worm, vaulted Camilla. Your carol is distracting my bell by picking her particularly larger booger, um, bald Belinda. Well, would you, well, you would know all about big boogers because you look like you're, you look like one. Camilla had pointed Belinda's dress was bogey green. I've had quite enough of this. I've, I've had quite enough of you, Belinda Bragg. And I've had quite enough of you, Camilla Crow. That's when, with that, Belinda Bragg stomped, stomped over the vault, the point vault and, and seized one of the long poles. Meanwhile, Camilla snatched a javelin. Um, in no time, they were locked in a deadly jewel. Take that, snarled Belinda, swishing the pole. Take this snapped Camilla, swishing the her javelin. Clink clank clink when the went both the both weapons blushed together. Belinda yanked up to the pole, hitting some of the other parents in the head as she did so. Clonk, doink, boink, ouch, ow, owie Meanwhile, wrenching back at the javelin, Camilla managed to take work to whack all the others. Twink, twink, twink. Arg! Ow! Soon, all of the posh parents were arming themselves to join in the fight. Everything on the sports day field became a weapon. Short put, disguised, even sand and the long jump was thrown in faces. At one point, their haughty school headmistress herself. This Miss Parenta Prem was hoist up, up by the monster mothers used to battering the ramp against the cowering huddle of fathers. Help! The, sport, the school sports day descended into a gladiator battle. It was posh parents against posh parents. They thought dirty. There was hair pulling, arm pinching, finger bleeding. Legs scratching, nose yanking, eye poking, toes stamping, ear flickering, elbow tickling, he head locking, even bottom biting. Ow, 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 boom. Soon, uh, soon that playing field was swirling mass of gruesome grown-ups and their children all over open mouths in shock. As the parents bashed and bowed into each other. Your daughter has a wonky fringe. Your daughter looks like a guinea pig. Your daughter stinks of turnips. The um the girls all cheered in agreement. Hooray! None of them cheered louder than sisters Sophie and Anna, whose mother's was yanking a nostril hair out of one of the fathers. Ah! So 
We fantasies Birking of one sports day and being dragged through a hedge backwards instead, called out Bella. This was the sec- the girl's second favourite thing, after standing in puddles, of course. Yes, cried all the girls except Carol, who grunted, huh? Bella took that meaning and said yes. In no time, the girls were having a whale of a time, laughing and joking, climbing in trees, skipping through fields and making up games. And the best of all, picking their noses and scratching their bottoms to their hearts. Content, preferably with the same hand. The girls were being happy, being themselves, while the parents made absolute fools of themselves. The end. I really hope you enjoyed Bremer Belina Blagg, who brags all the time. Bye.